why is it that we haven't seen any ads for cigarettes on television since the Nixon administration? Happy day. This is the Wellness 717 Podcast. I'm Dr. Jeff Ludwig. I'm the host of this show. This is sponsored by Camp Hill Family Chiropractic. And the aim of this show is to give this community information so you can make smart, safe, and sane healthcare decisions. So as they say, relax and enjoy the show. Well, happy day, everybody. Dr. Jeff here with a new episode and it's summertime, and this is a special time of the year where we really focus on food. I, you know, I guess we do that at different uh, seasons of the year as well, but boy, summertime is a time where we maybe change our food choices and maybe our food habits. And today, I would like to talk about how can advertisements influence your food choices, and that's just not for you, but also for your family. Food advertising is aimed to reach a wide range of people and of all ages, and they do it through various sources and platforms. And advertisements can easily sway one's food choices, especially when we're talking about adolescents and very young children. You know, food companies spend a lot of time and money to convince people to buy their product. Back in 2016, approximately $13.5 billion was spent in media advertisement by more than 20,000 food, beverage, and restaurant companies, according to the American Heart Association fact sheet. It's kind of neat that the American Heart Association is doing statistics on how people are being advertised to, isn't it? Additionally, it is estimated that children see approximately, ready for this, 4,000 advertisements over the course of just one year. And we're just talking about children. And this doesn't factor any advertisements seen on social media platforms, on video games, or even on cell phone apps. We could easily say that that number could be doubled, maybe to 8,000 thousand advertisements over a course of a year and the challenge is a lot of these food and drinks they're marketed and they contribute to so much sodium and sugar and saturated fats to our eating patterns you know you don't see too often broccoli being advertised on television or on social media you don't see an apple being advertised to you do you and then you have to think, why is it that we haven't seen any ads for cigarettes on television since the Nixon administration? Because after nearly a decade of restrictions on smoking ads, in 1969, Congress passed legislation banning the ads on television and radio. And then President Nixon signed the bill into law and it took effect in September of 1970. So let's take a second and talk about some common strategies that are used to market foods to you and your family. 
So they can include things like health or nutrition claims. For example, calcium helps you build stronger bones. So, so there might be a little bit of calcium in the product. Does it help you with your bones? Hmm. Boy, we really need to look at the science on, on that such. You might hear food advertisement that are bright and eye-catching colors in photography. They might have memorable slogans and songs and jingles or catchphrases. Or they might give out free or exclusive prizes. Boy, you've seen this a lot in fast foods. I saw this growing up with McDonald's as well as other fast food companies, right? We used to sing, hold the pickle, hold the lettuce, da 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 right? <laughs> Excuse me for my singing voice today, but right, you've heard this before. And there was a reason that they were doing it. They wanted to change your habit, change your mindset to buy their product. And of course, you all see the Cracker Jacks box where you have a prize inside or even cereal where there's prizes inside to eat this food that is usually empty calories. And then we also have spokespeople, don't we? We have cartoon characters as well as celebrities. But food marketing can take on many forms. Here's some examples. They can sponsor events, right? Even go to a high school now and you're going to see that it's sponsored by Pepsi or Coke. Um, you can go to football stadiums. You can see jerseys that people have an emblem on their uniform sponsoring them. And they get celebrity endorsements. There's contests and sales promotions, as we mentioned. And then we have social media posts on things like Twitter and Snapchat and Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest. And then commercials, of course, on TV, the radio, the internet, and before every movie. My wife and I just went out to a movie. Um, it's been a while, but we went out on a date night and to watch a movie and the ads before it was at least a half an hour long promoting their products. And of course you see it in the movies, you see product placement, right? You see in magazines, you see it on social media posts, as we mentioned, and then you also see it in music lyrics and videos. So there are newer forms of marketing, as we just mentioned on sponsor posts on social media, and they can be more difficult to recognize. And this can make it hard to know when you are being advertised to because they're pretty slick about it. And then they look at your personal data. So don't think for a moment that when you're on social media or you're on something online, even an email, that you're not targeted to. And they have your personal data, right? It's been proven that that is happening. So your personal data, things like your age, your gender, your purchasing history, your web browsing, and this behavioral advertising tracks your personal data and online activities over time in order to deliver you targeted ads. So I think we all can agree that food marketing is all around us, and I just want you to be aware of it you likely receive a constant stream of changing and often conflicting messages about food. And this can make it so hard to make healthy food choices. You are encouraged to buy certain food and drinks, to buy food in order to get promotional items such as loyalty points, tickets to the movie or sporting events, coupons on future food 
purposes. And when you download their app, you're going to see that as well. You see, you get so many points for Starbucks and you get a free this or a free that. So they're trying to build brand loyalty. So you will continue to purchase from a particular store or a particular product with a brand name. So how can you become an informed consumer and promote healthier eating? Well, you really need to talk about it. You need to be aware that this advertisements are all over the place and you are being marketed to. And there are many ways to promote healthier eating and tame the advertisement temptations. But you have to become an informed consumer and limit food advertisement and exposure. So try these ideas that I'm going to mention here. First of all, learn as a whole family. Spend time together as a whole family, cooking, grocery shopping, taking trips to the farmer's market, meal planning, reading the nutritional facts on the labels. They're all excellent ways to learn about food and become educated consumers. You can try watching television programs without advertisements. Television programs, especially children's programs, are flooded with commercials about food products and services. Consider buying or renting DVDs. Many libraries even have DVDs available to check out for free. Recording shows in advance. Watching public television stations, although that's getting bad as well. Or using streaming services to help limit the number of advertisements seen during one sitting. And then another idea that I have is take a family poll. Ask your family where they commonly see food advertisements and what products they specifically see advertised to them. Their answers could surprise you and even potentially provide talking points about how to make the healthier choice. Healthy behaviors in your family starts with communication. So start talking to your kids or your spouse about this. And Healthy behaviors with you certainly starts with you. So the next time you see a food advertisement, try analyzing it. See if you can spot marketing techniques. How does it make you feel? And if the food product or service is being advertised is really a healthy choice. Because being aware of food marketing is a food skill that can actually help you. Here's some other tips when you're making food choices so you can make an informed decision. Stick to your grocery list and avoid impulse buys. You know, the grocery stores are advertised in such a way that they have certain products at the end caps, right? You're going to see Coke. You're going to see Pepsi. They're always competing with each other. You're going to see unhealthy products as well. And questions why you may want to purchase a certain food or drink. Do you think things like, it's cool, it's healthy, it will improve my mood, it will provide a nutritional benefit. Are you thinking these things when you look at labels or when you buy a product? So in closing, I want you to enjoy your food. I just want to make sure that you're eating real food. Remember, the fruits and vegetables are not being advertised to you, right? Not even the protein is really being advertised to you that often. You are being marketed to 100% of the time and you need to be aware of that and to make good, healthy choices. 
So I hope this episode has helped you to realize that you're being marketed to and that advertisements can influence your food choices for you and your family. If you like this episode, I encourage you to share it with someone that you love, a family member, a friend. So wherever you're listening to this podcast today, I want you to make sure that you subscribe to it so you don't miss another episode. And by the way, our episodes are always Monday at 12 o'clock noon each and every week. So this episode is sponsored by Camp Hill Family Chiropractic. If you want to know what we do, just give our office a call at 717-761-8840. Give us a call. If you have any questions about your health at all, it costs you nothing to give us a call. Be happy to talk with you just to see if we can help you out. And go to our website or our Facebook page at camphillcairo.com. So once again, this is Dr. Jeff Ludwig. This is the Wellness 717 Podcast, and we're here to make a difference in the central Pennsylvania community. And as always, be well and be blessed. <laughs>